0: I'm Ross, a curious parent. And I'm John, an education expert. This is From the Sidelines.
1: Bite-sized study tips to help you help them through.
0: Hello, uh, and welcome to another episode of From the Sidelines. Uh, in case you've just joined us or you've missed previously, um, so we have three pieces of information to help you help them through. We have the podcast. We also have a short film, um, which is a tutorial video clip almost, one minute, kind of two minute clip that will give you nuggets of information, short, sharp, and to the point. Um, and we also have an infographic, which is essentially a design piece uh, with some key information in there that you can look, view, and hopefully will help you in terms of supporting uh, your child at this key critical time. So John, good to see you again. What's the topic today? What are we are covering?
1: Right. Well, we're going to be talking about, and I'm going to get this right, a false sense of familiarity.
0: A little bit of a tongue twister. Um, I don't think I'll, I'll say that too much, if you don't mind, throughout, uh, throughout this episode. Um, false sense of familiarity.
1: Right, well, What well done. does it mean? Right, well, what it really means is that actually sometimes when we, we mistake recognition and familiarity for real learning. So let me un- unpack that for you a little bit. As, think about when we were children ourselves, or as adults now, if you reread something or you see something that you've learned before, your brain recognizes it. And unfortunately, our brain then says, I recognize it, it feels familiar, therefore, I know it and I've learned it. And that can be quite dangerous. Um, so that, that's ultimately what it is. It's that you know, and again, if we take words by word, a false sense of familiarity, it's fooling you that you know it. Um, and yeah, that's ultimately what this is. So it's hopefully giving parents now this idea of how can they guard against that.
0: Okay, and, and ultimately, why is that such a bad thing then to 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 be tricked into knowing something? Does does that not kind of mean you do know it, or am I am I missing a point here? I'm missing. Well, something? if I
1: pick up on a perfect word that you mentioned there, tricked into. Okay. You your your brain is tricking you sure. in thinking that you know it. So what that means is that you don't know it. That's the danger. But you think you do. So what it does it, it if let's imagine you reread something, you recognize it, you think, oh, I know this, and you, like I always say when I uh, talking to, to to teachers and students in school, you have this yeah 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 moment where you're nodding along and going yeah 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 I know this yeah yeah, and your brain is doing very little work because you are thinking you're remembering it, and the danger is that it creates a, uh, a heightened sense of confidence. That I know this. I know this topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you don't know it because actually, there's no way you'd be able to write that down on a bit of paper without having seen that previously. So you don't really know it. Okay. But you think it's familiar, so your confidence rises. You think you know it, yeah. and you know nothing really happens in your brain. Um, so yeah, it, it can be very, very dangerous.
0: So, so how how does that happen? How, how do you get to that point where?
1: Okay, so the, the reason it, the reason it happens, and this is for for parents really to think about that they need to be guarding against this and they need to be watching out for this. When it it happens, when your child is rereading some notes. So let's imagine that um, you're my child. You've got an exam next week. And you go to your room and do some revision and your revision consists of rereading some of your notes, whether that's your own notes in a textbook, whether it's notes that you've written down on a bit of paper, whether it's a a revision guide or a knowledge organizer, and you start to reread it. So you're reading things and you're going, oh yeah, 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 I know this, I know this. And your brain isn't doing any work. Now, if we think back to a previous episode where we talked about retrieval practice and another episode, we talked about flashcards. What was the, what, what what did I say, Ross? I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge you now on some retrieval. What was the key part? I, I said the magic was in what?
0: In in the the action of doing it.
1: Perfect. That that physical action yes. of actually doing it. You've remembered something. Get in. Well done. Thank I feel you. I feel kind of I feel proud. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, feel like yeah, I feel yeah. I've <laughs> achieved something in passing that knowledge on <laughs> to you. Um and but, it wasn't
0: on here, by the way. It was it, just, it,
1: just, <laughs> just, but so it's the physical act of doing that. Now, when you're rereading notes and if you're not doing retrieval, you're not doing that. So your brain is doing very little work, almost nothing at all, because you start to skim read the words. You think you know what's coming next. You're nodding along and you're kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know this, I know this. And there's very little happening in your brain. So in terms of your, what we call like your cognitive demands are very low. And when your cognitive demands are very low, nothing's happening in your brain. The cogs aren't turning that fast. You're not really doing a lot. There's no real heavy lifting that your brain's doing. So you ultimately don't learn much. However, you probably spend the same amount of time rereading notes as you would have done if you were quizzing yourself. So it's actually really, really inefficient. It takes the same length of time and nothing goes in. So actually it's a it's a really, really poor um, sense of, of study. Now, the problem is, For lots of us as parents and adults that's probably how we revised ourselves, or maybe even how we were taught to revise ourselves so it's not that we're negligent as parents thinking that that's a good way to study our reference point is what did we do when we were at school Mm. and for lots of us that's what we did because either we were told or there wasn't an education around like what we're doing now how to best you know how to study in in the best possible ways so it's about understanding that as parents and then educating your child or when you're spotting it, saying to them, listen, this doesn't work because, and give them the why, give them a little bit of science uh, about how, you know, if your brain's not doing much, then, you know, nothing's going to be going in.
0: Because that's the tricky bit, isn't it? That ultimately, um, you know, parents and carers and whoever the adult may be in in home environment, with the young person, with a child, looking at them, reading through books and and notes and kind of having that all out in front of them on the table and and studying that, if you like, it, it does create the impression of, study. Uh, It creates the impression that, you know, they are doing what they need to do. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I suppose the question there is, instead of that, what are we asking the, the, you know, the adult to do with their child then to, okay. to, to, to make it work.
1: And and you're absolutely right in terms of that. It, it does feel and look like they're, they're, there's a lot of study happening and they feel busy and they look like, you know, they, like you said, they've got things all over the desk. They've sure. got guides, they've got pens, they've yeah. got post-it notes for all intents and purposes. If you took a, a picture of that desk or them at their desk, you would assume that they're working and learning. Looks good. Absolutely. But this is why we're doing this, isn't it? Yeah. To actually let people in on they find that actually there's a little bit more knowledge that we need in terms of the strategies they're doing. So you asked me what, what they what should they do instead? So going back to a previous episode, retrieval, quizzing, asking them questions. Now, either you get them to do it themselves, so they self-quiz, and they, and and you know, there's a top, there's a few topics we've got coming up in in future episodes that we're going to really spell out some real high quality strategies that they can do that self quizzing. But if you want to get involved as a parent, just ask some questions, ask them to tell you what they've learned, ask them to summarize what they've just read, ask them to write out a paragraph or a, or three or four lines or some bullet points on the main key points of what they've read, and remove their, remove their study aid when you're doing that. Yeah. So remove the revision guide, remove the flashcards, yeah. make it difficult. And again, we're going to talk about this in a future episode, make it desirably difficult. You know, we're not making it so hard that they, it ends up in a, a bit of a temper tantrum and you have a bit of an argument over it, but actually, right. You've read this now, or you're telling me, you know, this, you've got this false sense of familiarity. You've got this confidence that you know, this let's check how much, you know, then I'm going to shut the book I'm going to remove the version guide. You're going to either talk me through what you've learned. So physically, you know, do it by speaking to me. That might be easier than writing it down. Or I'm going to give you two or three minutes and you're going to write down all of the key points you can, you, you can remember. Let me tell you, there's a big, big difference between what they think they can remember and what they can actually put on paper. And that's sometimes quite frightening. And if you want to do that yourself to to, to see the difference, if you take a book that you're reading And if you read a couple of pages of a book and then put it down and immediately, almost a minute after, get a bit of paper and see how much you can write down, you'll be quite shocked, actually, at what you think you could remember. And actually then, oh, hang on a second, I I can't, I've, I've hit a bit of a brick wall. And again, it's that false sense of familiarity. Your eyes, your brain is fooling you into, yeah, yeah, I know this, I know this, I know this, I've read this, I've just read it, like I've literally just read it 30 seconds ago and I'm struggling to now recall it. So it just gives you a bit of a sense check and an acid check of kind of, just because we are digesting it and reading it at a surface level doesn't always mean that we've actually uh, actually properly understood it in order to recall it at, 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 a, at a later date.
0: And some of the, the, um, the materials as such, the resources that you mentioned briefly, so we mentioned about Flashcards around the retrieval aspect. So our key supporting partner is Collins, which obviously is amazing, and they have some of these materials available, don't they? As well,
1: absolutely. So it can it can help parents, uh, you know, immensely. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you don't have to go out and buy resources. Like we've always said that this is our strategies. Hopefully, are you know, very easy, free to uh, everyone. Yeah. But if you wanted to feel like you wanted to, to, to add to the resources by getting a study guide or, 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 or a guide with some qu- practice questions in, you know that's a great way of doing that because a lot of these study guides finish with you know the, the back half of it has practice questions yeah. that are written in the exact style of the exam board. So it's not that you're coming up with the questions and you're thinking, well, but I don't know what questions to ask. Well, actually, all of these guides have questions in. So you can work through those. Either your child can work through it, self-quizzing, or you can work through them, supporting them by reading the questions out, mixing them up in different orders. And at least you know that the type of questions and more importantly, not just the type of questions, but the type of words and the keywords that you're using, whether that's a command word, for instance, analyze, describe, mm-hmm. list, you know, those type of things and the differences that those words mean, or the key vocabulary that comes with that subject that you're using, you know, those things. So it can be very, very helpful um, to, to wear that. You don't need to, you can do it without it, but equally it might be something that takes your level of kind of quizzing with your child to the next level, because you are getting you know, questions and things written by experts already. So you feel safe in the knowledge that the questions you're asking are at the right level, I suppose, intensity level uh, and, and difficulty level uh, to make sure that you are, challenging your child to uh, to be the very best
0: Awesome So not only could I say false sense of familiarity <laughs> but we've understood it and, and we know what it is and as with all of this you know tried to give practical ideas and tools and techniques to you guys to help you help them through um, One of the things that we are really conscious about it, is we want to hear from you. So um if you are able to to tell us on social media, to tag us, to give us the updates of, of how things are going, how some of these tips and, and techniques and the tricks that that John's providing are helping you, um, it would be absolutely awesome, and and we genuinely would would love to see that, wouldn't we?
1: Yeah, we'd love to see it. And I think it'd be really nice for people to, whether it's just a comment, uh, this has worked, or that, yeah. this, you know, or, or I'm still trying this, um, whether it's a photograph of of, of, of some quizzing happening. Um, and one thing I'd say on that is is that just because you try it once and it doesn't work, or it might not work, or it's difficult. Doesn't mean to say it's never going to work. So keep trying. Uh, we're the adults. We know how things work. Um, it might be that your son or daughter is tired that night, so nothing was going to work. Um, it might be that they have you know, just had a, 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 a stressful day or whatever it is. Keep trying because these are tried and tested uh, strategies that we know that work. Uh, that I know, certainly from an education point of view, works across you know global boundaries. It doesn't matter which country we're in. So stick at it, um, and hopefully you'll find those kind of green shoots after one or, you know one or two times doing it. But yeah, please let us know because we'd love to we'd love to hear from you.
0: Thanks, John, uh, and with, with always, you know, the, these do link. Topics do link, so please do take a look at the other, the other podcasts, the short films, and the infographics, and uh, we look forward to seeing you again soon. Thank you.